We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How, how would you evaluate your season? Uh, I think we ain't done yet. You, you personally? I think we ain't done yet. You know, like, I I think that might have been the most insane thing I've ever watched. I, I <laughs> That was the – I that game was not real. Did that actually just happen, Johnny? Did we just watch Baker Mayfield go 98 yards in two minutes, two days after signing with the Rams to beat the, the Raiders? <laughs> I I mean none of this seems realistic at 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 all. Like it doesn't seem real that the Rams are this terrible. It doesn't seem this real that the Raiders are this terrible. It doesn't Well, that seems doesn't real. seem this real that, uh maybe. <laughs> uh it doesn't seem real that Baker Mayfield was able to drive the Rams to a victory just by learning the playbook, not really much of the playbook, but some of the playbook in 48 hours. Holy shit. It, this is easily the highlight of 2022 and probably will be the only highlight in 2022. This this is one of my favorite Rams games ever. I, I think it's, you know, non-playoff game aside, like this is probably my favorite game we've had since doing the pod besides um, – I would say number one is the – I think it was either McVay – was it McVay's first year where we beat the Seahawks like 41-3? to And then Chiefs-Rams uh, 2018, and then I think this for regular season games. Okay. I was going to say, if you don't say the Super Bowl, Steve, I'm going to be really No, no, regu- regular season. Yeah, yeah, come on. Playoffs are <laughs> – playoffs are another deal because Saint, Saints would be number one. Honestly, that would be number one in the Super Bowl. <laughs> just because it was the saints um 
Well, this is Butting Heads Podcast, Ramsalk Radio, Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Steve here with Johnny, if you've never listened before. Uh, Johnny, I mean, I'm sitting here. I, I'm staying at my parents' house for the night. I'm in my mom's basement, sitting in a folding chair, drinking wine, about to break down Baker Mayfield's comeback victory over the Raiders. Like, there's, I thought we were just going to hop on, do a little podcast about the Rams losing their seventh straight game. And here we are. This is just like I'm still digesting this. Uh, I, I, do you have Do you have any thoughts before we like start getting into specifics here? Uh, well, like I said, uh, if there was one game I want the Rams to win this year, it would be against the Raiders. And, and you picked them. Yep, I, I couldn't be any happier. I, you know, I can't tell you how much shit I've been talking for the past like ten, fifteen minutes that I was. Uh, you know, waiting for uh, to get on this podcast. I didn't walk. I fucking ran to my room to do this podcast. <laughs> I didn't need to because, you know, we, we had to set up and everything. But I still fucking ran because I wanted to talk shit. So uh, here we are. I think we just have to start with just like walking through the fourth quarter. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of other things where I want to talk about. But. It's just such an insane series of events. So the Rams are down 16 to three. Uh, the Raiders hit that field goal with 12, 20 left in the, in the fourth. And the Rams come back with a 17 play nine minute drive. Um, they're taking their sweet old time. I'm, I'm watching the game with my dad. He's like, why are they not hurrying up? I'm like, dad, this guy got here two days ago. Like we are just going to be happy if they score points. And they have a great drive. Um, Cam Akers gets a nice little redemption moment. He he catches a pass for the first down and then scores a touchdown. Uh, long drive. Baker plays great, obviously, on that drive. In correct me if I'm wrong. If the Raiders get the ball back, get a first down, and run the clock out, I think we come on this podcast feeling pretty good. No? Like, that drive alone, to see them putting together a cohesive Nice long drive, pretty good quarterback play all around. Um, they had some mistakes, but they figured it out. I felt pretty good after that drive, and I was pretty confident that Josh Jacobs was going to get one first down and the game was going to be over. Well, to tell you the truth, that's I was perfectly content with the with the game, you know, ending, uh, and you know the Rams obviously ending up with the loss because. I think both of us, I think I, I may have predicted the Rams to win just because out of spite, but I think both of us kind of agreed that the Raiders were most likely going to win this game for good reason. Uh, but yeah, I was content seeing uh, Baker Mayfield out there making some pretty impressive throws, at least, you know, more impressive throws than we've seen since Matthew Stafford's been out. So um you know, the fact that, you know, obviously the Raiders are, are a horrible team. I think this this is this pretty much definitely no, yeah, they're, they're toast. But they've been playing well the last couple of weeks. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. They, they did have kind of like a rise up. But at the same time, it's like, how do you fucking lose to the Rams? A three and nine Rams team at the time who just signed Baker Mayfield... <laughs> two days before it's so you know, much and, better and that mind, it's so much better that this probably ended their season losing to baker mayfield 
<laughs> that's, the, that's the best right there. But no, I mean, it. keep in mind that this is Baker Mayfield. You know, we're not talking like the Rams went out and signed Peyton Manning or something like that. They went and signed Baker Mayfield, who was basically given up on in Cleveland. He was totally given up on in Carolina, who is arguably one of the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, and out of desperation, because the Rams couldn't really bear the thought of the 49ers getting him or trotting out, uh, you know, Bryce Perkins or John Wolford, they signed him. They signed him, in my opinion, because Sean McVay's fucking bored, dude. I think that's why they signed him. They see Baker Mayfield. He's like, I could fix him. And he fucking did it in two days. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. You know, and I, I, I don't know if I have any inkling that Baker Mayfield will revitalize his career from here on out because it's not like he was, you know, lighting up the scoreboard or anything. But, hey. He drove the Rams to victory, and that's what matters to me. This was the only game that mattered at this point, for me anyway. So I'm all for it. Baker, just because of this game, I'm getting a Ram jersey with Mayfield on the back. I I, I, I have to have it. It's just perfect. I so I'm like, I'm, I was thinking of Baker Jersey, but I, I have to revisit that in a second as we continue to walk down the end of this game. Um, so 319 left. Raiders get the ball. Rams have one timeout. Raiders get a first down. The game's probably over. Um, Rams hold Jacobs for one yard on the first play. Second play goes for eight. It's third and one. Miraculously, we finally fucking stop this guy after he's been torching us all night. Defense played amazing in this game. That was incredible. Fourth down, fourth and one from their own 34. We think we're going to get decent field position. And unfortunately, Johnny, our guy Brandon Powell let us down a little bit. Raiders down the ball at the two. So we have two minutes, a minute 45, and uh, 98 yards to go. And... We are not going to besmirch Brandon Powell on this podcast because they won the game. But the thing I want to talk about here is, so, like, first of all, they, they throw an out route at 2-2 out while it doesn't work. They run the same fucking play, and it works again, which is insanity because it seemed pretty obvious they are going to run that play. Um, Baker gets – they get a pass interference. Baker gets sacked. Um, but then they have the, the penalty – I, 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 I can't get through any of this because, Johnny, I just want to talk about Ben's chronic catch. That's the only thing I want to talk about right now is they, in part, win this game because Baker throws up a toss-up ball in pretty much double coverage to Ben fucking Skronik, and he just Randy Mosses that shit, dude. I don't know what timeline we're living in. I, I, I don't know if I'm dreaming. Uh, I might have to get the Ben Skoranek jersey that I have talked about, that I was talking about getting in the playoffs last year, because that was fucking insane. One of the best catches I've seen all year. Um, Not the best, because we all saw that... uh, 
just the Justin Jefferson catch recently, um, or Devontae Adams earlier in this game. But oh my god, dude! <laughs> what? Like I I and I was just thinking about today. I was like. Oh, the Ben Skoranek fullback experiment. I haven't talked about that in weeks. Like, this guy just kind of just petered back down to being not good. And here he fucking is doing shit like this. Like, I don't have words for it. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable that that play actually happened. Yeah, I mean, definitely you got to you gotta give it up to Ben um, for, you know, hauling in that catch. I mean, really, he was – a big part of the offense the entire game uh you know he was he was around the ball pretty much more than just about any other receiver so um i i give a major kudos there and i also give a major kudos to uh van jefferson for hauling in that touchdown yep that wasn't an easy grab either that was a dime from baker couldn't have put the ball anywhere else to win the game and and van came through and van jefferson who we shit all over last week. I got we gotta eat our crow, Johnny. We gotta eat a lot of crow this, this tonight. You know what? Um, Feed me the crow. <laughs> give me it in give me a crow pie. Give me a crow steak. I, I don't give a shit. You f- find me somebody to make me some crow. I've eaten pigeon before. I'm sure crow ain't that bad, that much different. So, you know, give give me some crow. Give me some crow. I I, I talk shit about Baker Mayfield too. Look at look at that! He became the savior of the Rams in two days. Give me the fucking crow. I'm good. This is just I I, I this is this is genuinely one of the fucking craziest games I ever watched. I I can't believe I just watched that. Like I, it's and like for this iteration of the Rams, there were so many opportunities to lose the game, and they just didn't. And you know, like, yeah, we got kind of a lucky bounce by um, the, what was it, unsportsmanlike conduct they called after the Baker sack, which I don't know what, like, because there's no, you can't call it delay of game on the defense in the NFL, um, which probably would have made more sense to me than unsportsmanlike conduct. But, yeah, you can't do that shit. They're trying to spike the ball. You're knocking the ball out of his hands. But just to go from that to um, Ben, Randy Moss, Garonic making that catch to Van Jefferson catching a walk-off touchdown from Baker. I let, let's, let's I don't even know. Let's just talk about Baker, dude. Because two days ago, if you listen to our podcast on Tuesday, we said, are the Rams going to sign Baker? We said, no, doesn't really make sense. They're just losing. But they did. They were the only team that put in a claim, which is fucking wild. Um, they got some cap space. Their quarterbacks are trash. Might as well. Um, and before we get into Baker specifically, Johnny, I have to ask the question: Why the fuck did they start John Wolford? You we know, ran, I just we ran the ball three times, and then they were just like, I, "I've seen enough." I just think with with the. Uh... I think the hope was that John Wolford could, you know, somehow do something, but I don't think he was healthy enough to be out there. And clearly Baker Mayfield's the better quarterback anyway. Um, but yeah, I, it, it was a tall task to ask 
uh, Baker Mayfield uh, to go out there and start, you know, again, two, two days. That's it. So, yeah, it, it, it made sense to me that they wanted Wolford out there, but only if he was healthy enough. I don't think the dude was healthy enough. Nah, yeah, it was also... weird that the whole situation was weird. Because, yeah, like, I, I think Baker, I watched Baker's post game. He said he thinks it was just like a health health thing, like risk aversion. But, yeah, why, why, I just, I don't get why they started him. And then after three plays of handing the ball off, they were like, okay, well, this isn't going to work tonight. Uh, it's a good question, but it also confirms that they have zero faith in Bryce Perkins because as far as I know, he's completely healthy. Well, yes, they definitely don't. Um, but at the same time, like when we're talking about John Wolford, Bryce Perkins and Baker Mayfield, okay, for all your, for all anyone's gripes about Baker before tonight, because now he is, Cemented in history as a Rams legend forever. Um, he's better than those guys. Like, there's no question. It, it's not. It's not a debate. Um, and he walks in tonight. You know, I I would say similar offensive line situation, but this is the first continuity the line is out all year. Um, same, not great wide receivers, and he plays arguably the best game a Rams quarterback has played all year? Dare I say? I don't know if I'd go that far, but, you know, you could make a case. There's been a lot of bad quarterbacking for the Rams even before Stafford got hurt. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, Baker in this game, 22 of 35, 230 yards, uh, one touchdown, no interceptions. He was sacked four times, 91 QB rating. He added four rushes for 10 yards. So, like, the fact that he didn't turn the ball over alone is, like, a win. The fact that he completed a good amount of his passes, that he was making things happen, was a win. The fact that we won the fucking game and he had a 98-yard game-winning drive um, he called it in the post game like one is he couldn't put it in words. It's definitely one of the highlights of his career. I think no matter where this goes from here, gonna be one of the highlights of his career. <laughs> this is fucking incredible. I, I, and I think like when they picked him up, a lot of people were like, okay, well, either he plays really well and they get a compensatory pick, 
he plays okay and they bring him back as their backup and he plays bad and they just waste money on a lost season anyways. And really there was no risk to this, but clearly I think we are trending in the direction of comp pick or backup quarterback, which is great. Uh, and this, like, this was unbelievable. This is one of, this is, I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but this is one of the craziest fucking things I've ever watched. I mean, I, I think best case scenario is that the Rams bring back Baker Mayfield in, in 2023. You know, I, I would a hundred percent just from this game alone, I would a hundred percent want this guy as our backup quarterback. Uh, problem is I don't think that's going to happen. I think that he's going to get an opportunity to start somewhere else. Um, where that'll be, I don't know. Either way, even if he doesn't become a starter elsewhere, he's going to be one of the more higher-paid backup quarterbacks, and I just don't think the Rams have that cap space for it. So I think it's going to be more along the lines that the Rams are going to get a compensatory pick for him. Well, we'll see because I don't know what the cap's going to look like, but there are obviously health questions on Stafford. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. It's... Yeah, I mean, this game alone, he's clearly, at worst, going to be a high-end backup next year. You're right. Sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean they get a lot of money, though. And I think if you're paying, like, if his cost is, like, $6, 7000000 million, depending on what else we can do, you know, I don't think it's a bad investment. But, yeah, it, clearly, the claiming it was the cor- correct call. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan with his big brain energy, you know, telling everybody he doesn't think it makes sense to sign Baker Mayfield. Okay, buddy. <laughs> have, have fun with Bryce Brock Purdy the next couple weeks. Yeah, that that wasn't a uh, a Purdy decision. I'm I'm just gonna go out there and say that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I it, it's beyond me why the 49ers wouldn't even throw in a waiver claim. I, <laughs> they're lost, quite literally. <laughs> this is this is just so insane. What are we doing? How did this? Ha- how did we get here? How did this happen? <laughs> um, my God, I w- I wish I made a bet after the Raiders went up sixteen to three. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it pisses me off because I I did have a buddy of mine that wanted to bet me uh, and normally I would take them under, under that wage, even if, uh, even if it's a terrible Rams team, but considering I didn't even know who was going to be the starting quarterback in this game, I just couldn't in good faith take him off on that offer. And I I'm, I'm seriously regretting that. I, I do. I, I I don't know. I I'm broken. I'm literally a, a broken speaker. I don't have anything to say about any of this. It's gonna make <laughs> make it for great fun. Um, talk about the running. We'll just run through the Rams player stats and hit on more stuff, and then I'm sure we'll talk about Baker a hundred more times because not not enough can be said here. Cam Akers in this game, twelve carries for forty two yards, had a touchdown, nice spree at the end. Overall, though, continued to beg the question what are we doing why are we still doing this <laughs> at a huge fumble 
Um, to his credit, it was for the greater good because we wouldn't have gotten it without Cam Akers fumble, without Coleman Shelton pushing players for no reason. We wouldn't have gotten the Cinderella story at the end that we got. Uh, but for the love of fucking God, man, just, just play Kieran Williams next week. And, and it seemed like after the fumble, uh, they mixed in a lot more Kieran and they were mixing in a lot of Malcolm Brown. So you, they clearly lost some faith as well. Um, faith that they shouldn't have had to begin with, but just another tough day at the office, man. Glad, glad he got a little moment at the end of the game. Yeah, I, I think it's it's more along the line of Sean McVay just trying to find somebody to to just run run the ball, you know. Uh, and to be fair, Cam Akers appeared to be improving, uh, you know, the past couple weeks, and then it was just like an unfortunate mistake here, and at a crucial moment. And yeah, then it's like, well, damn, can we really trust him with the ball anymore? Uh, you, you, you really don't have a lot of options here. You have a rookie in, in Kieran Williams who uh, was thought to be a third down back and is still, you know, kind of trying to get him into the rhythm. And then you have Malcolm Brown who hasn't really been a contributor at all. I haven't seen so, him in weeks. Yeah, I couldn't believe how I, much we saw of him. I mean, there was a time where Ronnie Rivers was playing in favor of him. <laughs> Ronnie Rivers. Uh, yeah, this was uh, maybe our future running back was playing against us tonight. Uh, future free agent Josh Jacobs over there. Because that guy is fucking good. Um, I, I would love to have Josh Jacobs on the Rams. He and me both. Not, not really anything else to talk about in the running back box score. Receivers, Ben Skoranek, seven catches, 89 yards. Um, like I said, you know, it, the, the Skoranek thing kind of wore off for a bit. I, I feel like we haven't really talked about him at all in a couple weeks, but... Clearly reasserting that he is a capable NFL player, and he's proving us all wrong. And that catch, I will never stop talking about that catch. And I hope, Johnny, you have a lot of friends, family that are Raiders fans. I hope you never stop talking about that catch either. Uh, Dude, I'll, I'll never let them forget the day, the two days that it took for the Rams to beat the Raiders. Only send, two days of practice. <laughs> send out some Christmas cards of, of Benny Skrull and Baker. You know, hugging out. How about Baker just headbutting people after the game? No helmet on. Headbutting helmets. Uh, I've heard of people that are thick-headed, but goddamn. I, I, I looked at that and I'm thinking, either this guy really doesn't feel pain or, or uh, he's going to feel that in the morning. <laughs> Just, what are we doing? What are we doing? Tutu Atwell, five catches, 50 yards. We won't talk about um, his negative, uh, negative six-yard rush. But, 
it continues to look pretty good. Uh, he drew an incredibly important pass interference call, uh, which I'm pretty sure resulted in a missed 61-yard field goal, uh, which is also fucking crazy. Um, whether you're that in purpose or not, probably somewhere in the middle, but dude's looking pretty good, man. He, I, I, I'm glad we're continuing to make him a focal point of the offense right now while everybody's hurt because I want to continue to see this stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I would love nothing more than to see Baker Mayfield just light up the field uh, for the Rams, and I, I think that would be just a perfect story for the Rams. But uh, I think this is about as good as it gets, buddy. The only thing that could have made this game more insane is if Tutu caught that game when he touched down instead of Van Jefferson. <laughs> I think that's like the only thing that would have made this more fucking crazy. Hey, I, I, I'll give my boy Van Jefferson the credit here, man. We've been talking nothing but nonstop shit about Van Jefferson, and he finally reels in a good one here. Uh, at least Tutu has had, you know, some good moments here and there. Uh, can't really say the same for Van Jefferson. Not this year, at least. Van Jefferson, he caught two passes in this game. Baker's first pass, Baker's last pass. <laughs> and That's so the legend goes. What a, what a day. It, <laughs> um, other, other receivers to note, Tyler Higby, two catches for 11 yards. What the, what the fuck happened, dude? You would think that this guy would be like the focal point of the offense after every receiver on the team died, and he's just a ghost. My only guess is that the Rams are just so fucking terrible on the offensive line that they need Tyler Higby to go out there and do some blocking, which is true to an extent. But to also be fair, I've you know we've seen more than enough dropped passes from him too, so that does not help things either. Yeah, I. Tough sledding. Tough sledding. Ten Rams were targeted in this game. Nine of them caught passes. So that's wild. We didn't mention Malcolm Brown, Kira Williams, Bryson Hopkins, Austin Trammell, Cam Akers all caught passes. Cam Akers, one target for one catch and one yard. Was a huge play. Uh, And then Brandon Powell, not his best day. Didn't haul in any of his targets. I think... Before we talk about, well, no, it's just the the defense in this game, man. Holding the Raiders to sixteen points when you know you're not. I'd say you're, you weren't getting a ton out of your offense early, but they, I, I feel like they didn't play bad today. Uh, maybe that's just my 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 Baker tinted goggles on, but we were moving the ball quite a bit, but uh, the defense in the first half was a nosebleed up until the up until the Ernest Jones interception and then I don't know what the fuck they did at halftime man but they were locked and loaded in the second half Raiders had three out of four of their first four drives in the second half were three and outs and then the fifth drive was them throwing an interception in the game just an, an unbelievable performance and we needed every bit of this team today to win this game, and everybody came through. 
You know, even Cam Akers, who almost lost us the game, ended up coming back around at the end of the game and, and helped us win the game. And uh, just a shout out to the defense, man. The secondary looked like it looked like shit last week. Jalen Ramsey looked like shit in the first half today. For Devontae Adams to only have three catches for 71 yards, and two of them came very quickly on seven targets, and nobody else crossed 22 yards. Dave, Derek Carr in this game, 11 of 20 for 137 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. It wasn't sacked once. Uh, just an incredible game from this defense. At least mostly in the second half, but like, that's all anyone cares about when you win the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it it's it's interesting because I feel like the Rams, you know, they had their struggles for sure. I mean, Jalen Ramsey got torched for a couple plays, uh, which I obviously that's not something you want to see from your your top corner. But at the same time, it's it's Devonte Adams. This guy is just absolutely ridiculous even one of the the plays where Jalen Ramsey even got caught for pass interference the dude made the catch with one hand like seriously there's nothing anybody could do in that situation yeah Matt Collins isn't making those catches but also Jalen Ramsey is paid like he's Devonta Adams so that's true you got a point there but uh that being said, you know, the, the secondary really came around after that, um, you know, really locked down on, on a lot of these guys. And, you know, it, it's it's hap- it's nice to see that because pretty much the secondary for the past couple weeks of just, you know, you, you forget they were out there, you know. They, they just were a revolving door for guys. I mean, like last week, for example, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf had – had like really good games and for both of them to have it in the same game, not a good sign, not a good sign. And then um, also on the ground, while Josh Jacobs certainly made a splash, he really was kind of a non-factor in, in the second half, you know, um, part of it had to do to injury, but that was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, that, that was kind of later uh, in the, in the second half, right? And, <sighs> I feel like it was fair, not like, I think it was fairly early in the second half, but um, either way, yeah, I mean, they they shut down shut down the run when he was out, and when he came back, not much changed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He was out for so, one drive, I think, honestly, looking at the box score. Yeah, it was just one drive for sure. And, uh, you know, that that's that's impressive because, uh, you know, whether, you, uh, whether you're impressed or not with the stat line because Josh Jacobs still had a pretty good game, this is the same Josh Jacobs that, you know, is 
arguably the best running back in football right now. I, I don't think that's controversial to say. It's not. No, he, he is at least one of the best. Um, if you're he, he's he's has the best stats pretty much over the last couple of weeks. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'd rather have him over Derek Henry or Saquon, but certainly right up there. Uh, the guy's been a fucking monster, and yeah, they. All things considered, they did a pretty good job on him, and they did a really good job on everyone else. I mean, how embarrassed are the fucking Raiders right now, dude? If, say, if I'm a Raider fan, I'm I'm extremely pissed. Josh McDaniels it, is such a fucking fraud, dude. Nobody's listening is. to me. No, he is, and, and and really, you should listen to any Ram fan because <laughs> we. we we experienced this dude for a season, and that was enough. If we switch coaches, the Raiders win this game by 50. No question. Like, no oh question. my god. What a, what a shit show. What a way to end your season and to lose in this fashion. Just un- absolutely unbelievable. This whole this whole thing is unbelievable. I, I don't know. Like, Steve, if you're... If you're, um, if you suddenly become the owner of the Raiders, do you think it's fair to fire, uh, you know, Josh McDaniels yes. after the end of the season? I'd fire him today. Wow, dude, they made the playoffs, and I think we talked about this. We talked about this recently too. They made the playoffs last year during just absolute fucking chaos from the head coaching position. John Gruden gets fired mid-year. Um, I don't remember the the name of the coach. I should because I'm pretty sure he like lives in my area in Connecticut. Uh, but Basia he comes in or something like that. I mean, I, Basia I, or yeah, Basia. I'm gonna look up his name. Uh, uh, I Rich Basia. I, I yeah. can't pronounce his name. Rich Basia. Bas. Yeah, I think it's Basia. Um. But he comes in and leads him to the playoffs. You add Devonte Adams. They added Chandler Jones this year, right? He wasn't here last year. Yep. Not that he's was, been great, he was... but you're so much worse. Who else is to blame? They've had some injuries, but <laughs> point the fuck. Where else would you point the finger? I mean, there's nowhere else to point. I mean. You know, Devontae Adams came in. He's still doing what he does. Uh, you, I mean, you had a resurgence in Josh Jacobs because uh, last year he had a decent season, but it was just that. It was decent. Uh, now he's a, he's for sure a pro bowler. And, and again, you know, one of the better running backs in football. So uh, what is your excuse? You, you bring in Chandler Jones – um, you know, I understand there are a few injuries to be fair. I mean, uh, you know, Hunter Renfro got hurt, but I mean, he, he was playing terrible to be honest. Well, Waller's Waller's hurt too, but yeah, also they, they weren't getting in the ball. Yeah. So you, you have zero excuse, you know, you, you have a potentially better team this year than, than last year. And somehow it's not just trash, but it's it's freaking worse than trash because they lost to the trash team in the Rams, who again 
can't stress this enough, had a quarterback that only had two days to prepare. And in the in the second half, like they they ran the same, they did the same shit that the Rams did six weeks ago against the Bucks. Uh, they were just yes. trying not to lose. And that's look who you're fucking playing, dude. You score and and to their credit, they did they did go for it on that fourth and one, um, and they got it, and then just did nothing. But like outside of that, I don't know, man. They He's a horrible coach. I don't know what more evidence we need of this. He's just a Bill Belichick pawn. No doubt. No doubt. And uh, I, it would not surprise me at all if, if uh, McDaniels is gone after this season. They won't because they're, they're a poverty franchise, but they'll, they'll keep him around. It would be uh, – is there anyone else you want to single out on defense? I love the Ernest Jones interception. It's hilarious that this game ended on a Taylor Rapp interception. <laughs> good for him. It was, it was a good play. poorly thrown, too. That awful pass, but he still caught it, so give him some props. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Wagner continues to play great. I hope they keep him around next year. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, big big kudos to the guys playing out of position, like Mike Cock. He, he has no – he, there's absolutely no business playing outside linebacker, but you know what? He he's trying. You know, injuries fucking suck, but um, you know, at least he's he's you know trying to make a difference. I, you know, I know Sean McVay kind of gave him some praise um, playing out of position, but he doesn't belong out there. But shout out any regardless. I loved um I I I if you saw Baker Mayfield's post game comments, um they asked him about the Van Jefferson touchdown and he said completely shocked they came out there and press coverage with fifteen seconds left. <laughs> I I honestly think part of it too was just you know, them underestimating the Rams, which to be fair is, is understandable. But at that point you're, you're up against the ropes. Why would you continue to underestimate the team? You know, it it was, it was just an absolutely bizarre performance from the Raiders start to finish. I mean, we scored 17 points like against our defense over the last couple of weeks. Aaron Donald's then out there. It's basically a fucking home game. Just, they, we we won this game on the last drive, but they lost this game. This is a Raiders loss more than it's a Rams win. No doubt. No doubt. And uh, <laughs> I, while we can take all the morality from this win, um all we can, but this says more about the Raiders than it does the Rams. You had more y- more total yards. You won the time of possession. Barely. It was close. Um, and you didn't turn the ball over. Oh, wait. Yeah, you did. Never mind. I'm just making shit up at this point. Don't listen to me. I had a glass of wine. <laughs> they turned the ball over twice. Um, <laughs> still, everything else I said before that point stands. We asked some listeners how they're feeling on Twitter. At Uzi Koozie said, I feel like I just watched Infinity War for the first time. 
which I love. <laughs> Great tweet. Uh, Rusty Shackelford said, "Perfect comeback story in Hollywood." Yeah, that was that was fucking something, man. Should we? I, I and okay, so I have said over the last four years that we have lost our privileges to complain about officials after the 2018 NFC Championship. But I'll give it a pass tonight. This was some of these some of these calls were crazy. The the fact that they picked up the roughing the punter call on Brandon Bolden was just outrageous. He leveled him. He he pushed his hands out and, and tackled him. And they called it and then picked it up. Yeah, I I was stunned when I saw that. I was like how? I, 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 and it's like, one thing if you miss a call, but they called it and then changed their mind. It's like, you know what? Fuck the punters. Never mind. That was nuts. And uh, I know some people were complaining about the the Coleman Shelton um, on Sportsman-like Conduct. I thought that was fine. But the, the Rob Havenstein hold on the Tutu Atwell screen was crazy yeah that was that was a bush league call but (laughs) he also could have gotten called for a lot more holdings on max crosby he probably would have been called for every play but yeah what you know what johnny anything we're breaking down here that was a negative for the rams it led us to the baker mayfield 98 yard drive that we will never forget for the rest of our lives you know, the funny thing is, and, and Steve, this will probably be near and dear to your heart, but there was another quarterback that upset the Raiders many, many years ago on a very trash Rams team at the time. Do you recall that quarterback? I don't, but that was the game we won like 52 to nothing, right? No. Um, I think I forget. Who, who was it? It was Mark Bulger. Ah. Mark Bulger, uh, I remember this very distinctly. Uh, Mark Bulger came in. No one had ever heard of him. The Rams were 0-5. The Raiders are 5-0. They came in, beat the Raiders. It was the best. Wow, that's a deep cut. This game was in 2002. Yep. That was it. That was his first start, right? That was. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. The things you remember, right? That's a great yeah, that's a damn. Well done. I would have never pulled that out. I, I'm like, I, I gotta I gotta tell Steve because Mark Bolger is Steve's boy. If if you've been a listener to this podcast, you know that Steve absolutely loves Mark Bolger. So that's I had to guy. throw that in there for Steve. I was thinking about the the 52 nothing game from 2014. Can you name who played quarterback for the Rams in that game? In that game? And it wasn't Mark Bull. Was it? Uh... 2014. No, it wasn't Hill, right? It was, it was Sean Hill. Oh, damn. <laughs> Can you name, do you, who do you think played quarterback for the Raiders? Um... Was it Tiao Sopo? It was Derek Carr. Which is really? even more insane. Listen to the players in this game, dude. The rushing leaders 
for the Rams was Trey Mason, 117 carries, two touchdowns. For the Raiders, it was Darren McFadden. This must have been in his second stint with the Raiders. He had 11 carries, 27 yards. Um, Stedman Bailey had 100 yards in this game. How the fuck did we beat them? 52 to nothing. <laughs> man, that's a name, man. That that's. There's so many names in this box score. Maurice Jones-Drew played for the Raiders this year. Holy shit. Um, Maurice Jones-Drew is the boy, though, man. I, I, I've i met him a couple times. I love Maurice Jones-Drew. Yeah, he's a great. He seems like a great dude. I have not met him, um, but I, I, I love him as a player. That's insane. <laughs> um. I don't even know what else to say. Yeah, we. I thought we were gonna come out for like twenty five minutes. We've gone for forty five. This is just. I will never forget this game. It was such a boring game until like the last three minutes. Uh, but holy shit, man! Congratulations to any non Rams or Raiders fans that sat through this game till the end because that was just that was historic. People will remember that forever. If if Baker sucks for the rest of the year, we'll always have tonight. I uh, you know, I I really hope that Baker Mayfield just revitalizes his career and you know, uh hopefully with the Rams. But uh yeah, I'm I'm all for Baker staying. I was getting nervous today cuz and I don't remember if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but this was just giving me real similar vibes to when the Bucks cut Josh Freeman and the Vikings signed him and started him immediately. And it was actually only, it was like 10 days after they signed him. So this was two. So not even the same situation. And he threw the ball like 50 times and played fucking awful. And his career basically ended after that. Like, I think he honestly started two more games. And these th- that was right after he left the Bucks. So his first stint after that. Baker's going to wow. be in the league next year. He's going to be in the league for a long time. Whether he's yeah. a starter, whether he's a backup, I think this cemented that. He deserves it. Because if he doesn't earn a job as a starter next year, which it's way too early to tell that. Obviously, this is one game. And what more could you want from a backup quarterback than to be able to do this? Like, there's nothing well, yeah, more you I can mean... ask for. He, he proved that he can, he can come in and become the leader that a team needs. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, I feel like he lost a lot of goodwill over the last year for whatever reason, but he earned all that shit back tonight. Good for him. Uh, the Rams <laughs> break their six-game win streak. They advanced to four and nine. And if a couple teams win this week, I think we're probably going to be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> what a year. I'll be amazed if they make the playoffs. We needed this so bad. We needed this so bad. They're not making the playoffs. There's no fucking way they make the playoffs. Uh, all I'm saying is, after this game, I am content for 2022. The season can end for all I care. Our Super Bowl... Was lot was tonight. Some will say this made us back to back Super Bowl champs. I I would be one of those people. What a what a just I want to check my notes before we wrap. What a just insane 
in absolutely insane turn of events. Um, yeah, I was gonna say some mean things about Coleman Shelton for that penalty, but we're gonna not do that tonight. Any anything else you got? Uh, just go Rams. Go Rams! What a what a year! All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Zubero at Johnny five nine six at Talk Rams. I think Derek's coming back soon, so I'm looking for another pod. How would, how would you evaluate your season? Uh, I think we ain't done yet. You, you personally? I think we ain't done yet. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com